Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode eight of In the Game podcast with your host, JNT. We are very excited to introduce you to this brand new segment that we have been talking about pretty much all summer. You know, we're excited to go in and, and tell you which team week to week goes in and gets the W and which team goes home with a fat L. We are going to be starting off with this Thursday night. Jeremy, would you like to kick us off? Yeah, you know, man, this has probably got to be one of the most highly anticipated opening games of our lifetime, is it not? Yeah, you know, the fans, the atmosphere, you know, if you watch college, you see that all these college, you know, fans and groups and everything is just going crazy. So, yeah, Thursday Nighter is going to be an absolutely crazy one. Yeah, I'm, I'm extremely excited. I mean, Cowboys, Buccaneers, two great teams. The Cowboys, again, are getting the, the hype they deserve. I mean, they should. They got C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. You guys, Zeke in the backfield, the healthy Dak Prescott. This team looks ready, right? But then you look on the other side of the ball. You got Tampa Bay now, the reigning Super Bowl champions. They have all 22 of their Super Bowl starters back on the field against the Cowboys. And for me, the, the team that takes the W here has got to be Tampa. I mean, like I said, their entire roster is back. And the Cowboys, to me, are just not ready yet. Mike McCarthy is not the guy. Dak's injury has been kind of shady to me. I feel like his leg injury has been kind of pushed under the rug a little bit. There's been some stuff about MRIs that they've kind of hidden. So for that reason, I think the Bucs are just going to be the more obvious ready team. And I think that the Buccaneers take the W week one. What about you? Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you completely. You know, the Buccaneers brought back every single starter the first time that's ever happened in the Super Bowl era. You know, you got the whole Buccaneers roster back and ready to rock and roll. Yeah, I know there might be some questionable players. Chris Godwin looks like he might not be playing week one and there's some holes possibly, but it's still the Buccaneers. You know, the Cowboys get this hype every single year. And they disappoint every single year. You know, as much as I think that their offense will be high power like it was last year, you know, Dak Prescott back at the helm, their defense really didn't get that much better. And I think the Buccaneers offense will be able to just pound the rock, pass the ball, just do its best. And the Buccaneers defense is top five in the league. So I, I, as much as I like the Cowboys offense, I think the Buccaneers defense comes and comes and secures a victory week one. I have the Buccaneers as well. Yeah, absolutely. I like that a lot. Uh, the next game here we got, this is the first Sunday game, is the Seahawks and the Colts. And to me, this is an extremely difficult game to choose. I'm not sure. I want to lean, you know, Seahawks. But something tells me the Colts are going to win this game. I know, I know it's, it's kind of a question mark with Carson Wentz. I don't know entirely the situation there. But I, if Wentz is starting, it's going to solidify me in taking the Colts. And that, that's what I'm going to do. I think that the Seahawks have good coaching, a great quarterback. But I just – I'm taking the Colts here this week, man. It's kind of a shocker, but that, that's what I'm going with. Yeah, you know, just recently today, actually, Carson Wentz has uh, officially said that he's going to be playing week one. So we're going to be seeing week one Carson Wentz on the Colts. But I do have to say MVP Russ, first six weeks of the season is a different breed. He's going to come out there, probably throw for four touchdowns. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, the boys will be out there flying. Their defense is still good enough to get things done. I know there's some holes on the corner position, but... You know, you got Jamal Adams, a big extension this year. You still have Bobby Wagner. You still have some boys on the defense. And I think that the Seahawks will come away and get a week one victory. They definitely need it, especially with that division being the hardest division in the NFL this year. They need to come in and get a week one victory. So I'm going to go with the Seahawks week one. Yeah, I like that a lot. I just, I think that, Kurt, that Russell Wilson's finally going to find his, his own one star. I just, I really like the Colts defense this year. I think Darius Leonard will have a big game. And, you know, you can rule it as kind of an upset. It, it kind of is. But yeah, like I said, I'm going to go with the Colts. Jaguars versus Texans. Tyson, who do you got? I mean, this is going to be an absolute barn burner. You know, everyone's going to be tuning into this game, right? I mean, no, no Ooh. one's going to want to watch this game. I mean, unless you're going to go out there and watch Trevor Lawrence week one, I mean, you don't want to watch the Jaguars-Texans. These two teams are both going to be fighting for a top 
probably three pick in this year's NFL draft. Um, as much as I think the Texans may not win a game this year, I think their only chance of winning a game this year is week one against the Jaguars, and I'm going to take them. I think Tyrod Taylor is coming out there to show something and prove something to everyone out there. You know, he was an absolute stud when he was in Buffalo, and then he just had like a couple years of an unfortunate event, you know, concussions with the Browns, you know, then he had the lung punctured, and it just it hasn't been working for him. But I think that the running backs they have, you know, they still have some wide receiver weapons, Laramie Tunsil on the offensive line. I think their defense is god-awful, but I think, you know, Trevor Lawrence is going to come in week one, a little shaky, first start ever. Uh, I, I am going to take the Texans week one over the Jags. You know, there's only one thing that I agree with you on that, and that's that Tyra Taylor has been screwed his entire career. I mean, Tyra Taylor has had the shitty end of the stick, you know, every year he's played. Like, like we look at last season, you know, he got punctured in the lung. He was a starter, right? Justin Herbert would not have had the season that he had if Tyra Taylor didn't get screwed. I mean, good for him. He's got another starting role. Unfortunately, it's on a on a brutal roster, but I'm going the other side here, man. I'm going Jaguars. I think that Trevor Lawrence gets a great team to start his career against. You know, the Texans stink really bad, and Trevor Lawrence needed this, you know, to get that confidence. You know, he's he's one of those guys that has a lot of pressure on his on his shoulders, and I just see him coming in here, shutting up these Texans, showing people, you know, what he is, and I personally think that Trevor Lawrence is going to come out here and break some, you know, first NFL star records. I think that I continue to, you know, kind of, what is it, suck up to him here and give him all the hype. I know there's, there's going to be a time where we got to stop doing that, but this week is not the week. You know, I'm excited to see how the O-line protects and how that team performs. And I really think that Trevor Lawrence is going to come out here, put on a show, break some records, shock some people and blow up these Texans. Okay. I respect that, you know, Jaguars, Texans, this game could go either way for sure. You know, let's move right on to the Eagles and Falcons. You know, uh, I'll go first here. I, I I got the Eagles winning this one. As much as I like Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan, I like that team, but their defense is just not there. I think the Eagles have a better offense and defense. I think Jalen Hurts is going to come out there and show why he is the quarterback one and why they need to continue to put respect on his name. You know, they brought in Gardner Minshew this offseason just recently. You know, I don't know what they were thinking bringing him in, especially when they had Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, sorry, but. I think the Eagles is good enough. You know, Devontae Smith, they just added some new some new weapons. You know, their offensive line is a little bit better, a little bit more healthy, and their defense is still there. You know, you got Darius Slay, Brandon Graham. You still got some boys, Fletcher Cox. I think the Eagles walk away with a victory week one. Yeah, you know, I'm, again, I'm going to lean the other way, man. I'm a, my team is in the NFC East, and I, I've studied that team, those teams a lot, man. The Eagles don't look good to me this year. And, and you know what team does look good to me this year? The Falcons. I think that the Falcons are going to come out. They're going to shock a lot of people this year. I think that they're going to have, you know, a dark horse for a winning record, dark horse for a low-key playoff playoff run. You know, the Falcons, I love their offense. I think this is a year that their defense, you know, isn't great, but I think that they're going to hold their own. And like you said, the Eagles need to lean on Hurts, but I just don't see them doing that. And in order for the Eagles to win, they got to lean on Hurts, and it does not seem like they're doing that. So I think the Falcons of the offense will just be no match for the Eagles. And I personally think that that Calvin Ridley and, you know, Matt Rounding are tear it up. I think Ridley has like 150 yards and a touchdown. I can respect that. You know, I, I do love Calvin Ridley this year. I think he's going to be an absolute stud. Um, but yeah, no, I, I can see how we're already different. I mean, a lot of our picks are different here, you know, besides the Buccaneers, Cow, uh, Buccaneers and Cowboys. But I want to hear your opinion on the Chargers and the Washington football team game. This was an interesting one, man. This is one where I really had a hard time deciding because you got the Chargers powerhouse offense. You know, you got the offensive rookie of the year. You got uh, a catch machine, right? A reception machine in Keenan Allen. So that connection was really fun to watch last year. 
I know we just found out that Eckler has a hamstring injury. I'm sure it's nothing, but, you know, that's kind of what held him out for, for quite a few weeks last season. And we saw kind of what they did with and without him. So there's a big difference there. And on the other side of the ball, you know, we got Washington, which is one of the best defenses in the league. You know, you got Chase Young that's going to be chasing down Justin Herbert. And I think that Washington has an edge on this game. You know, I know a lot of people want to say Herbert and the Chargings, but Chargers, but I think uh, Washington is going to have a really great defense. And I think that Fitzmagic will play good enough to give him the W here in week one. What about you? You know, I'm going the opposite. I mean, again, Chargers, I think their offense got completely revamped this year. You know, uh, they got Keenan Allen. They got, uh, they got, you know, Justin Herbert. They got Austin Eckler. But the thing that really changed about this team is their offensive line. You know, they draft a guy like Rashawn Slater. And they also go out there and get a guy like Corey Lindsay, an absolute all-pro center, probably the best center in the league. You know, you go out there and you do these additions to make Justin Herbert safer in the backfield. And finally, I think their defense will be able to pull it together. They finally fired their head coach. I absolutely hated who they had a head coach before. And, you know, their defense, I think Derwin James being back and healthy, hopefully for this season, for his first season since his rookie year. I think if he comes back, he'll be the head guy on that defense, leading everyone around. And, you know, you still have a guy like Joey Bosa. And I think they'll be good. I think the Chargers will walk away with a victory week one. As much as I like the Washington football defense, I think, you know, week one, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson, they're going to have some work to do. And I think that the Chargers will be able to just overpower that defense. So I'm going to take Chargers with a week one victory over Washington. Yeah, you know, I, I like to compare Derwin James kind of like Saquon Barkley. I feel like when Derwin James is healthy, he's the best safety in football. I think that he he can play all over the field, corner safety, you know, in the box. I think Derwin James is an absolute chess piece. I do think he's the best safety in football. He's going to ball out, but like I said, I just like Washington with a close margin. It'll be a close game. Your boys, man, Steel Curtain versus the Bills, who you got? As much as I want to say Pittsburgh, and I love Pittsburgh to death, I think Najee Harris is going to be an absolute wonder for Pittsburgh. I think we'll be able to keep it close, I think, a little bit more. Hopefully Diggs doesn't drop 150 yards on us again. Um, but I think the Bills and MVP Josh Allen this year are going to come in here and take a week one victory. I think Pittsburgh just has too many things that they have to work through. You know, a new offensive coordinator. You know, I, we don't know if TJ Watts going to play week one as much as we haven't signed. He hasn't signed a new contract extension. I know he did practice today, but yeah, that's still a question. Uh, I think the Steelers will come out here and try, but they definitely will not get an 11-0 start like they did last year. So I think the Bills are going to come out here and get a week one victory over the Steelers. And you? There. Yeah, now we're starting to agree on something here. I, I think that the Steelers, you know, are, are exactly like you said. They started off last season pretty shaky, man, and they didn't look, you know, as great as I think we expected them to look. I think they're going to kind of come out with that same, you know, energy. We know the Steelers will have been a, great franchise since they've entered the league they've consistently been great they're going to be great this year too but they're going to have an own one start man the buffalo bills are an absolute powerhouse this year uh it's two great teams but i'm gonna to have to say the bills you know i was really close to staying pittsburgh because i think that they are a, kind of a sleeper team this year which i don't think they should be but i just feel like like i said the way they finished last season the way that you know the, the TikToking, that kind of stuff has had the media kind of out to get them so i think that a lot of people dislike the steelers this year but you know, the Bills are a great team, and they're going to take this one. I think in a close margin again, but the Bills got this. Josh Allen, MVP. Yeah, you know, that's definitely a, a matchup I'm going to be looking forward to watching. And, you know, this is another matchup I think I'm not going to be looking forward to watching. You know, the Lions <laughs> are absolutely god-awful this year. and They're playing the 49ers, who I think will be have a very healthy, very strong roster this year. And, again, in the same toughest division in football, I think they're going to have to come out there and get a week one victory against a terrible Lions team. Uh, you know, as you need as many wins as you can when you're in that division. You know, there's going to be probably a one-game difference between the first seed and the last seed. I think it's going to be very close. It's going to be very interdivisional. It's going to be very close matchups all the way throughout the year. 
But I think the 49ers are going to easily come in here and, and absolutely demolish. And if not, then maybe Trey Lance season. You know, if Jimmy G doesn't come out there and perform, you know, maybe he starts off rocky, and, you know, bad. I mean, that'd be a great game to maybe throw in a guy like Trey Lance if they're leading or if they're not. See what he plays out there. But I definitely think the 49ers are going to absolutely destroy the Lions this week. What about yourself? Man, this is the Niners, bro. It's not even close. <laughs> the Lions are going to be terrible. I think Hawkinson is the only bright side on that the entire team. You know, he'll get contained. However, you know, Fred Warner, that front seven, that secondary is is unreal. You know, their other numbers, one, two, three, four. Like, that's intimidating, bro. This 49ers team is healthy. You know, they're back. They got that energy. They're going to be a good team, bro. I'm taking the Niners. It's not even going to be close. You know, it's it's. I just hope that DeAndre Swift comes out there. Balls out. He's on my fantasy team. I need him to do well. But like I said, the 49ers, this is an easy one. It, it won't be close. Yeah, you know, the, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say quickly that, you know, the 49ers are only two years away from being in the Super Bowl. I mean, last year there was yeah. a lot of injuries. You know, I think this could easily be a Super Bowl contending team again this year. And uh, it'll be nice to see them again week one, all healthy again. Yeah, absolutely. And I was just going to get into the Vikings and Bengals here in a game that I find you know, similar to the 49ers and Lions. I don't think it'll be as much of a blowout. Like, I think it's, sorry, blowout with the Niners and the, and the Lions. But I think the Vikings take this one over the Bengals. The Bengals are not ready. The Bengals are not going to be good. I think Joe Burrow is going to look scared. He's going to look, you know, terrified, really, behind that O-line. He should have had Sue well protecting him, you know, that Hall of Fame O-line and had potentially. But instead, they went and got, like you like to say, the sexy pick in Jamar Chase. It was the wrong move. You know, we're seeing a lot of stuff come out with him, and I don't like that. I think that the Bengals are going to stink. I think the Vikings are going to make a little bit of a statement. Kirk Cousins might put on a little bit of a show. But like I said, Vikings, man, week one over the Bengals, that's an easy one. Yeah, you know, the Vikings, they definitely have a lot more weapons. They have a lot more talent, I think, on that team. And then that team is a little bit better and more poised, you know, to maybe make playoffs this year. But like you said, like I always say, the sexy pick. Everyone wants a sexy pick. Everyone wants to have the nice flashing stars. You need the wide receiver. You've seen John Ross. Look how that panned out, you know, a couple years ago. And, you know, the Bengals, they drafted a number one overall pick quarterback, yet continue to never draft offensive linemen or get any help and it's just sad to see you know this could be a potential great quarterback in this league that are just getting wasted because of injuries and because of you know not being able to get that time in the pocket that you need as a young quarterback and you know to build those connections and build that growth with your receivers we know that he has connections and growth with Jamar Chase and some of that time with Tyler Boyd and T Higgins but when a guy's gonna be running for his life against a good defense you know, it's going to be tough and it's going to be a hard year for Joe Burrow this year, you know, especially if another injury pops up, heaven forbid that I hate to see, you know, a first round pick, first overall pick get hurt again. But the Bengals just are not a good franchise. I, I They just continue to just be disrespectful. It's just hard. I can't, I can't choose the Bengals Vikings <laughs> easily, easily Vikings. I just can't talk about the Bengals anymore, but I'll take Vikings yeah. one for sure. Yeah, you know, I, I, I can 100% agree with that. I feel like I know a lot of people argue, you know, Joe Burrow wanted that pick. Joe Burrow wanted this. Joe Burrow. It doesn't matter, bro. You're the general manager. You're the head coach. You're the front office. You got to sit back and think about what just happened. Your your number one overall pick tore his ACL, which, you know, a lot of people, I think, predicted because we knew that Joe Burrow was not going to have this great start like a lot of people thought because of these issues. So we thought, okay, that's all right. We're going to get this protection. Panay Sewell. They didn't, right? So I think that this is just – it's a mess in Cincy. They're going to ruin this young guy's career. As much as I'd love to see Joe Burrow smoking a cigar after this game, it's not going to happen, man. Yeah, you know, let's just move right into the next one. I mean, another former top quarterback selection, 
moving teams this offseason. Let's talk about the Jets and Panthers. Jeremy, let me hear your thoughts. Yeah, you know, this is one where it was tough again. They, these are two teams, you know, middle of the pack. I like to think. I don't think the Jets are as bad as people are going to think. Again, I wanted to lean towards Sam Donald and the Panthers. I like Sam Donald a lot. I still think he has a lot left in him. He has a lot of potential, but I'm taking the Jets, man. This is the first, well, first or second upset, I guess, of the week. I think the Jets are going to surprise a lot of people. You know, I don't mean a deep playoff run. I don't mean even probably playoffs. I just mean they're going to do a lot of things that won't like anything like last year's Jets. And I think, you know, Robert Sala will do a good job containing Christian McCaffrey with that, you know, defensive mind. And I think Darnold will play well. But I just I like the Jets this week a lot. I think the Jets are going to have a good season. I got money on the Jets over the Jags this year, and I think it's going to happen, bro. I take the Jets versus the Panthers week one. Who do you got? You know, I'm going to ride this. I kind of think that this man is going to go off this year. I think it's going to be a revenge tour for Sam Darnold, especially against Ooh. his former team. I, I think the Panthers this year are just better, well-rounded team. You know, the Jets have gotten a lot better this offseason, you know, additions on the offensive line. And, you know, I think the Jets are definitely going to do better than they did last year. I'm projecting maybe six, seven wins in a tough division. Okay. But I think the Panthers are going to come out there and absolutely destroy. I think Sam Donald is going to just pop off. He's going to have the best weapons that he's ever had, the best offense he's ever had. And, you know, a defense that can actually go out there and get some stops and get him good field position. I think that Zach Wilson will come out there and try his best, you know, week one. You know, he's got to build some rapport with some some receivers. He's got to build some offensive chemistry with the new guys. It'll be his first week. I think week one quarterbacks, I hate them. I think week one freshman quarterbacks are just the worst thing because they don't have any rapport, any game time. You know, they get that preseason work, a little bit of practice, but it's no different, totally different than when you come into a regular season week one and it's your first ever career start. You're getting to be flustered. So I think the Panthers will be all out there and get a week one victory. So I'm going to take the Panthers over the Jets. Okay, when you say go off with Sam Darnold, what's the stat line looking like week one for this guy? You know, I'm going to go bold here. I'm thinking 350, three touchdowns. I think, you know, he's going to have a lot of – I think he's going to have a lot of help. You know, Christian McCaffrey out the backfield will be an absolute safety net for him. You know, you got possibly the most well-rounded running back with him now, and he can do everything, running, passing, everything. So I think that he'll be utilized a lot. I think that's going to help him. And, you know, he already has some rapport with Robbie Anderson. So I think that he can easily go out there. I mean, I think 350 is high, high, but I'm going to go 350 and three. That's my prediction. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm a sucker for hot takes. I like that a lot, man. I, I, I think it's possible. But like I said, the Jets are going to put on the show. This is going to be a good matchup coming up here, though. I think this is going to be a really good matchup. This is one of those those games that I think could be game of the week kind of thing. The Cardinals and the Titans, Tyson, who do you pick here? Yeah, you know, a game like this can be a swing game. You know, it could go either way. You know, it could be one drive, you know, field goal last second, right? I think Titans-Cardinals are going to be a very close matchup this year. But as much as I hate to say it, I think Cardinals will be, be walking away with a, with an L this year. Uh, I think the Cardinals are going to lose to the Titans week one. I think the Titans offense adding Julio Jones, you know, they already had a well-powered, high-powered offense. I think they'll be able to just run down their throats. As much as I think the additions of J.J. Watt, and having Chandler Jones on the opposite side are going to be great for the Cardinals. You know, I like Buda Baker. I like what they got. I think the Titans will just be able to run the ball, you know, play time clock. You know, they're too good of a team. <laughs> I think Mike Vrabel's a great head coach. I think the Titans are going to walk away with the victory week one. So I'm going to take Titans over Cardinals. What about yourself? Yeah, you know, this is, like I said, that's a great pick. But I'm going to go with the birds here, man. This is Kyler Murray's season. You know, I, I kind of predicted this a while ago at – Cardinals were going to be good last year, not great. And the following year, they were going to be great. And I'm going to stick with that, man. I think the Cardinals, 
are going to be really good in a really good division. You know, the NFC West is, is cracked, right? There's, there's some damn good teams. And you talked about it before. It's a tough division. So these guys got to come out here and win these games out of the division. You know, they got to come into each division game with a good record. And the Cardinals are going to start that here against the Titans. You know, I don't like Tennessee's back half of the field. And I think that Kyler Murray and the Cardinals are going to kind of upset the Titans in a different way. You know, they're probably going to play up in the box. They're going to expect Kyler Murray to run a lot of read options, you know, but Kyler Murray can sling it, man. And I think that's how they're going to beat him is through the air, not the ground. So I'm taking Cardinals in week one. No, that's definitely a great pick. I mean, like I said, this game could go either way. It could have come down to the last drive. But I think this year, as much as I'm excited for the game on Thursday night, I think this is the game that everyone wants to tune in to watch. Chiefs-Browns playoff rematch. This came down right to the wire. I think these are two great Super Bowl caliber teams. But I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs. I have to respect the greatest quarterback that I think I've ever witnessed playing. I got to go with the Chiefs. You know, the Chiefs just have too much. They got Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, Patty Mahomes. That's all you need. I know their offensive line is a little different. I think it'll be better than the Super Bowl. I hope I hope, I hope Patty's not running around for his life out there. But, you know, the Browns, you know, I think both teams are great. I think the Browns defense got so much better this year. But I just don't trust Baker enough on offense to be able to keep up offensively with the Chiefs. So I'm going to take the Chiefs week one versus the Browns. What do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, I agree 100%. I personally cannot believe the Chiefs somehow figured this out. You know, they lost the Super Bowl. They saw their O-line stink in the Super Bowl. They started cutting players. We were kind of like, whoa, you know, those are big name guys. But they, I think they upgraded, man. Their O-line got better. You know, I would. the Chiefs are a powerhouse team and they look really good this year. It sucks that Baker Mayfield, my boy, is playing them week one. You know, I would love to see an 0-1-1 ba- or a 1-0 Baker, but it's just not happening now. Mahomes is Mahomes. Andy Reid is Andy Reid. This would be a great game to watch, but the Chiefs are not going to go 0-1-1, man. There's no way. I think that it's going to be a little bit different game than people are used to the Chiefs playing. I think people think they're going to come out, you know, like they do and throw the ball a lot, but I think they're going to play on the ground a lot. I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Chubb will both have tremendous games. And I don't think it'll be a pass-heavy game at all. But the Chiefs are going to dominate in the trenches. The Chiefs are going to run around. The Chiefs are going to get this dub. Chiefs week one. Dolphins versus Patriots, Tyson. This is a divisional game. You know, this is going to be a battle. The two teams that I think are very similar and very competitive. And it's, it's going to be a good battle. Who do you have? Yeah, you know, as much as I like the Dolphins this year, um, I think Mac Jones, they Patriots invested in him for a reason. You know, they cut Cam Newton. You know, he could easily have been a serviceable backup or even the starter week one. I think the Patriots are willing to go all in on Mac Jones here. So I think the Patriots are going to walk away with a victory week one. I think the Patriots, you know, they got the greatest head coach of our generation, Bill Belichick. I think they'll be able, their whole defense is kind of back. You know, there's a lot of people that sat out last year due to COVID. I think everyone will be back and ready to rock and roll week one. I think the Dolphins just have too much going on. They're too much interchanging. You know, all the receivers aren't there. You know, Jalen Waddell, you know, there's a lot of stuff that have to be integrated this week. I think the Patriots will be able to come out there and win a close one week one. So I'm going to take the Patriots over the Dolphins. Jimmy, what do you think? Yeah, I actually love the Patriots this year as well. I think they're they're going to go really far this year. But call me crazy, but right now I'm taking Brian Flores over Bill Belichick. You know, Flores has, in my opinion, a better roster, and he really knows how to coach a football game. I think it can go both ways, but I think Miami takes it in a really close game. And, like, I mean, field goal, you know, last last play, you know, remember the, the play against Gronk where Kenyon Drake broke his ankles in the end zone for the Hail Mary dub. 
that's what I think is kind of going to happen here. I think that's going to be a super close battle, but I think Tua and Mac Jones are of the same level quarterback, so it'll be a defensive battle, but I'm taking Miami in this one. Let's go Dolphins. Yeah, you know, this will definitely be a close matchup for sure. I mean, a divisional game, right? I mean, they're going to drill to try their asses off. But I'm going to let you go right into the next one here. I mean, this is your team. Giants, Broncos, what do you think? Ah, uh, man, I wish that I could confidently go here and talk about Big Blue, but I can't, man. I'm, I'm, unfortunately, I'm going to go with Denver Broncos here. I love New York. Those are my guys. But I think this is going to be a blow, man. The guys on offense, like Galladay and Barkley, you know, came up to the podium on, on the press conference. And they practically come out and said, like, yeah, you know, this offense ain't going to be it week one. And that O-line is, has gotten tremendously worse the past couple of seasons. I don't know. They think that they're sticking with this squad and they think that they're going to be, but they, they look bad against backups in the preseason. So Barkley might not play week one. He might play a little bit. And that Denver defense is going to be, in my opinion, top two. And they're not going to be two. So this elite pass rush, this elite secondary is going to, I think, clamp up the Giants. It won't be a, you know, a crazy blow. This game will be, you know, over by the first, second quarter, I think. This offense is too shaky. What do you think? You know, I mean, I think it really all comes down to Danny Dimes. I mean, as much as I, I think the Giants have a lot of weapons to utilize on their offense, and their defense is definitely, you know, above above average. I mean, their defense definitely has some great playmakers, some great some great guys, you know. But as much as I love to love to choose the Giants, I got to choose the Broncos. You know, Teddy Ridgewater, yeah. I think he's going to be able to get the ball to Jerry Judy, Cortland Sun. You know, they have two two guys in the running backs, you know, Melvin Gordon and the rookie they just drafted in Javante Williams. And their offensive line's good. And, you know, that like you said, that defense is definitely going to be elite. You know, Vaughn Miller finally back and healthy. Uh, I definitely yeah. have to choose the Broncos over the Giants week one as well. Yeah, I, like, that's what I mean. I, I think that Teddy Bridgewater, too, is is perfect for the Broncos to start this season. You know, I think that everyone thinks Drew Locke has, the, you know, the higher ceiling. He's what they need to play good if they want to make a deep playoff run. But they don't got to worry about that right now. They just need to win some games early. And Teddy Two Gloves is going to do that, man. I, I wish I could say the Giants, but I'm not going to. Just like I wish I could say I'd like the Saints to go 1-0 here, but <laughs> they're not going to, man. The Packers are going to take this one, too. In a blowout, in my opinion. What do you think about the Packers and the Saints? Yeah, you know, this is Aaron Rodgers. You know, I think he could easily go for back-to-back MVPs here. As much as I love Josh Allen as the favorite this year, you know, Aaron Rodgers is still that guy. He's got Devontae Adams. That's all he needs. You know, those two are an absolute dynamic duo. Mm -hmm. You know, Aaron Rodgers is going to go out here and put on a show. Aaron Rodgers this offseason, you know, contemplating retirement, contemplating going to be the host of Jeopardy. You know, the Packers (laughs) are going to be a playoff team. They always are. You know, their division isn't the greatest. So I could easily go see them going out there and absolutely destroying the Saints. You know, the Saints this year, they're a question mark. We really don't know the what we're question going to expect out of the Saints. Mark. You know, as much as I love Jameis Winston, and I hope he does, he has another 30 for 30 year. Uh, I mean, it's Alvin Kamara and then who? I mean, which wide receiver is going to step up? Marquez Callaway, Traquan Tra- Smith. I mean, we don't really know. And I mean, the defense has <laughs> lost a lot of players. I mean, they're Taysom Hill out wide out. Yeah, we're going to see Taysom Hill running the ball. Wait till we see that, you know. We really don't know what the Saints are going to do this year, and their defense definitely got a lot worse, so I'm definitely going to take the Packers. Week one. Yeah, I think it's. I think this is an easy pick. It's going to be weird to see the Saints not great, you know, without Drew Brees, but I don't think the Saints are going to be great, man. I could see them having a losing record, you know, 7-10, 8-9 kind of thing. And this is going to be a statement game for the Packers, man. I think they're going to come out here say, you know, hey, Tampa, this is our NFC this year. Rodgers is going to ball out. Adams is going to ball out. 
And I think Green Bay comes out and stomps on this new-looking Saints team. Yeah, I mean, definitely for sure. You know, I'll just move right into the next one. Bears, Rams, what do you got? Bears and Rams. This was another one that I think was an easier pick. I'm not by any means trying to say the Bears stink, but the Rams have the best roster in football. They have the best team in football. Say what you want. That's my opinion. McVay is going to outcoach the hell out of Matt Nagy, and he is a much better roster too. You know, it's going to be super fun to see Matt Stafford with a good team. I don't love the the major hype with Matthew Stafford. I mean, you could say what you want. He had a bad team, but Matthew Stafford also has like less than 10 wins against like really, it's like, it's, 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 a horrendous stat against against good teams and I don't think Matt Stafford is this hero this savior that people think he is so I'm not buying in on that but I am definitely buying in on a deep playoff run from the Rams he's doing it week one he throws for three touchdowns no picks it's gonna be a blowout Bears lose Rams win who do you got I mean yeah I mean the Rams on paper have arguably one of the best teams out there and I think a lot of people you know, they're either really high on Matthew Stafford or really low on Matthew Stafford. But the way I see it, Matthew Stafford is going to be a hell of a lot better than Jared Goff. And the, oh, fact that they, the fact that the Rams made the Super Bowl with Jared Goff as their quarterback just goes to show That's you how, yeah. how well that I think Matthew Stafford can perform in that offense. You know, there's definitely some holes. You know, they just lost, you know, they're running back to a season-ending injury, right? They just lost Cam Akers, you know, a promising young player. And, I mean, they're going to pass the ball a lot more. You know, you got Cooper Cup. You got Robert Woods, and then you got Tyler Higby. I mean, those are three great receiving options on that team, and their defense. You got Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. Enough said. So you know, I'm definitely gonna take. Sorry, I'm just gonna say here that I'm taking the Rams. Yeah, go ahead, the Bears. But yeah, what do you have to say? I was just sorry to cut. Yeah, sorry to cut you off there. I was just gonna uh, address Sony Michelle too, and how I think that it's gonna be really interesting to see him in kind of a new environment because he was a first round pick by the Patriots, right? And he didn't really get to a lot of attention, a lot, a lot of what, what's a word. Uh, a lot of workload yeah a workload that's that's what i was trying to say and he just i don't think we got to see his potential so i think that i'm excited to see him in los angeles i think he has potential to have a great season and yeah i'm glad we can both agree on the rounds there because i think that they're gonna smack the bears yeah you know i'm just gonna add on to this you know this is definitely kind of a throwaway game the way i see it is they don't want their young rookie to get killed you know they're putting in andy dalton the veteran the old man in the offense they're putting him out there to get sacked three times by Aaron Donald and picked <laughs> off by Jalen Ramsey twice. I mean, ragdolled. Yeah, it's just going to be a tough show for him. I think, though, this is a game where they like, okay, we're going to start Andy Dalton and then watch him play bad. So then we have a reason to go to Justin Fields. You know, they traded up for Justin Fields. They're high on him. And I think this is definitely just a throwaway game. And then Justin Fields will be starter week two. That's my prediction. Yeah, just to kind of touch up on that again, like I mentioned, I don't think Matthew Stafford is this big savior. I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to be awesome, but he's not going to be this this big savior in Los Angeles. I mean, he's already old. They, they might get a Super Bowl, but on the other side, I think this kid, Justin Fields, is the Chicago savior. I think this guy is going to absolutely ball out. I think he's going to elevate their roster. He's going to get every single you know inch of every single player on that offense, and I think that, like you said, Andy Dalton's going to get ragdolled. He's going to get hurt. Something's going to happen. He's going to throw four picks to Ramsey. I don't know. They're going to throw Justin Fields in week two, like you said, and he's going to look like a stud. He's going to look like that guy in Chicago. I think Justin Fields is going to be a stud, and I think he is that savior for the Bears. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I love Justin Fields this year, but I'm going to move right into the last game of week one, Monday Nighter, Ravens, Raiders. Who do you got, Jeremy? Let's hear it. Uh, one thing I do know is that this is probably going to be a crappy Monday night football game. Ravens and Raiders, I think that this is an easy pick. 
Uh, and I have to go with Law. Just kidding. I, you got to go with Baltimore, man. The Raiders look like crap. Mike Mayock said, you know, that they needed to be a playoff team, quote unquote, which is an absolute joke, in my opinion. I mean, that roster is bad. That whole line got leaps and bounds worse. Like, it's atrocious, right? And I think that there's going to be 300 plus yards on the ground for Baltimore. I think Lamar just is going to embarrass Las Vegas. I think that Chucky. You know, head coach John Green is gonna look like yeah. like a mistake for signing that huge contract. You know, I, I do not think this is the year that Lamar Jackson gets figured out, and he's definitely not gonna get figured out in week one. The Ravens are gonna smack the Raiders. Yeah, I mean the way I see it is the Ravens are gonna be a top team in their division. The Raiders are gonna be the worst team in their division. I mean, the Raiders are just in a tough division mm-hmm. this year. You know, you got the Chargers, the Broncos, and the Chiefs, so I could all legitimately see a reason of them somehow making playoffs. So I definitely could see the Raiders getting absolutely blown out this game. I think, you know, Lamar Jackson shows why he was an MVP. I think last year was a little bit of a step back. I think this year is going to be another MVP type like season for Lamar Jackson. You know, everyone says, oh, he's, he's got him figured out. We know his offense. Well, if you know his offense, stop him. How did he get so many wins stop last him. year? Look at him in the playoffs. Yeah, until you can prove that you could stop him. You know, I'm going to continue to trust Lamar Jackson. As much as I wish he could throw the ball a little bit more, I, I definitely think that offense is just completely built around them. You know, they added some more weapons on the offensive line and the defense is still there. I mean, I know they just lost JK Dobbins to, due to a season ending injury here in the preseason, which we did talk about saying why players are playing in the preseason, but the Ravens just signed Le'Veon Bell. You know, they st- still have Gus. So I think they're going to be easily able to run the ball by committee, but yeah, the Ravens are going to smack the Raiders week one. The Raiders team just looks terrible. It does. And, you know, I think that a lot of people think that I hate Lamar Jackson, and I don't. I mean, I think Lamar Jackson can sling the football. We know what he can do on the ground, but my issue with Lamar Jackson is his ability to make, you know, big-time throws, his ability to be consistent with his throws. And I know that the Ravens have not given him the best weapons, and I know that they've done a poor job in that department, but we see a lot of great quarterbacks throw to some not really great guy. Even look at the Chiefs. You know, when Tyree Kill is not out there, yeah, they got some burners, but Marquise Brown's a burner too. Mahomes puts the ball, he, he throws people open, and he I, I'm not gonna compare Lamar to Mahomes, but I feel like you have to because they're up there for you know those those young up and coming guys. And I think that Lamar Jackson's issue is just consistency, his big time throws. But like you said, if they talk like they've got him figured out, people say, Oh, Lamar's figured out. Look what he did against the Titans, right? They they thought he had him contained all game while he couldn't run, and then all of a sudden he busts that huge run for a big touchdown. Game's completely changed, right? So I think that Lamar Jackson is, is you know, a one-of-a-kind kind of talent, but he's just have to work on his consistency and his big-time throw ability, and he's going to be great. Yeah, you know, I mean, they, like you said, they never really gifted Lamar with very many, you know, amazing wide receiver options. But if you look at a guy like Josh Allen, you know, he made, he made Cole Beasy look amazing last year. You look at a guy like um Aaron Rodgers MVS and uh Alan Lazard oh, God, yeah I mean you look at a guy like Tom Brady all those years you know with the Patriots Danny Amendola and all these guys yeah like who <laughs> like, I mean I mean look at all these guys that these guys have made look good you know Lamar Jackson should be able to look Hollywood Brown and look a little bit better than that I think Lamar is definitely able to be get there and he's still definitely working on it but easily I think Ravens will smack him this week but I'm going to move us into our next segment that we're going to be adding into the podcast here we're going to give uh, offensive player of the week to each division. So, Jeremy, I'm going to let you kick us off with the AFC. Who do you think is going to be the AFC offensive player of the week for week one? All right. We kind of talked about it a little bit, you know, in our first couple matchups, and it got brought up with the Jaguars. I know 
a lot of people are hyping up Trevor Lawrence and they continue to hype up Trevor Lawrence and it's kind of stop at some point, but it's not going to stop in week one, man. This Houston Texans team is dysfunctional. It's not good. I think that uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to come out there and he's going to put on a clinic. I think that he's going to break records for first, you know, NFL start. He's going to throw some dots. He's going to look great. He's going to have no interceptions kind of thing. And I think that he might not have the best stat line compared to guys like Josh Allen, but I think the significance of what he's going to do and just, you know, the win they're going to get with the Jags. And I think that, you know, the record team might break is going to make him the AFC offensive player of the week. So I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence here in, in a great, great opening start for him. So what do you think? You know, I was thinking about it. You know, I definitely was kind of leading towards Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen will be able to throw the ball, run the ball, you know, against the Steelers. But I kind of switched my position a little bit. You know, I, as much as I kind of look more into this game and more into the significance of the game, I think Gus is going to go out there and destroy the Raiders. I mean, Gus Bus, I think week one, I mean, it's the Raiders. I mean, I think they're going to have such a lead that they're just going to be able to run the ball, you know, so effectively against a Raiders team that doesn't have a very good pass rush or run defense. So as much as I was kind of leaning towards Josh Allen, I'm going to switch my position and go with Gus. I think Gus is going to go for 140 yards and two touchdowns. I feel like we both got, that's a big stat line, but I, I think we both got some pretty bold predictions here. I feel like that's not conventional. You know, we could easily say Mahomes. We could easily say Tyreek Hill. We could easily say Josh Allen, but I like that we're both kind of going the non-conventional route. I think personally that the best running back that day is going to, is going to be Lamar Jackson, but I love the Gus Edwards prediction. So you got Gus, I got Trevor. What about the NFC? You know, I, I was saying it before. I love Jalen Hurts this year. I think Jalen Hurts, is going to go out there and absolutely Ooh. dominate. I mean, the Falcons' defense is just not good. And, I mean, I think Jalen Hurst is going to go out there and prove to everyone why he's quarterback one, why they traded away Carson Wentz, why they, why they, why they should never have traded for Gardner Minshew. I think he's going to go out there and show everyone, you know, running the ball, passing the ball, everything. He's going to go out there and absolutely dominate the Falcons. I have Jalen Hurst week one, NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Who do you got for your NFC Offensive Player of the Week for week one, Jeremy? See, I like Jalen Hurts, but I just – I'm scared because I feel like he's not getting any support from that team, and I feel like that's going to have an effect on him. I definitely love that. I would definitely side with that. I would put some money on that because we know what he can do on the, on the ground, in the air. But what scares me most is just the Eagles in their own. I know Jalen Hurts is good, but the Eagles fear me. I love that take, though. My side, though, I'm going to go with a guy that I was – I kind of mentioned again before – I think he has potential to be a, a fantasy wide receiver one. And I think after this season, he has potential to be a wide receiver in the conversation with D-Hop, in the conversation with Devontae, in the conversation with Tyreek Hill. I'm taking Calvin Ridley here, man. I think he's going to have 150-plus yards. I think he's going to have one or more touchdowns. They're playing the Eagles, you know, so we both think that our boys are going to ball out in that game. But I think that Calvin Ridley is going to come out here. I think that he's going to – you know, torch that defense. And I know what, what Matt Ryan can do. I know what he can still he, – he likes to throw the ball. The Falcons like to throw the ball. And a lot of people don't like this because Julio Jones is, is gone, and a lot of people thought that he took a lot of that attention away from Ridley. But Julio was hurt for a lot of that season. and Ridley put up a lot of numbers, man. So I think that Calvin Ridley comes in this week, 150-plus yards, one or more touchdowns, and he's going to be the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. And they're going to start talking about Calvin Ridley being one of the best receivers in the league. Yeah, you know, I love that take. I think this is going to be an absolutely offensive showing. Both of these teams don't have, yeah. you know, a top a top defense. I mean, the Eagles definitely have some players, but they're older, so we'll see. 
but I could easily see that game, you know, being 45, 38 or 45, 30, like, yeah. you know, really, oh, yeah. really high scoring. So I can definitely see why both of them could get a, a nod for an offensive player of the week. Um, yeah. You know, and, we, game, and you had the Eagles that game, right? Yeah. I have the Eagles. You have the Falcons. It'd be a good and one. I the, that's all. That's going to be a good one. I mean, it might be a good one. It might not. We never know. They're both kind of dysfunctional, but yeah, that's going to be interesting to see because we're both kind of, we got something to do with that. There's a bit of competition between us there. So I like that. I mean, either way, we're excited. You know, football season is back. It's going to be Thursday night. We're so excited to be back talking about football again. I know this year we're lucky and blessed enough to have an extra week of football. You know, let's hope everything, you know, kind of goes right. You know, COVID hopefully doesn't ruin too many things this year. But I know you and I are both excited to talk about football again. Yeah, you know, let's just hope that everyone stays healthy healthy this year, man. I feel like these past few seasons, injuries have have ruined a lot of things for fans, have ruined a lot of things for teams, just the NFL in general, man. And if there's one thing that I wish for, it's just health from these players, man. It, it just adds so much more to the game when everyone's healthy. Then you look at a team like the Niners, a wasted year, right? So I just, that's what I'm hoping for, man. Week one, we got to start it off. And, and I just hope everyone stays healthy. I hope all these teams ball out. And I hope that I have all these predictions correct. Yeah, you know, me too. I mean, we're, we're both very excited. And, you know, like you said, the game's so much better when all the stars are healthy, when all the stars are playing, when the teams are full force. You know, we hate Absolutely. to see injuries. You know, you know, you, like you were, you were saying, you know, in a TikTok that we just made, the amount of players that could possibly be for comeback player of the year this year are insane. You know, oh, there's just so many the options. Of, yeah, and the amount of players that are coming off injury that are already kind of getting the, the bets for early MVP voting, such as Dak Prescott. You know, guy broke his leg in like what? Week, week four, week five, three, yeah. Yeah, week three or four. And he's coming back off a broken ankle and people are already saying this guy's winning MVP. So to see that is is outstanding, right? You know, it, it's crazy to see how many, this many people were hurt, big guys. And like I say, if you go watch our TikTok, my early comeback player of the year, I'm not going to say now so you guys go watch that. But, you know, there's a lot of guys and it's going to be a huge competition for comeback player of the year. And like I said, I hope we never have this kind of season again because I like when players are healthy. Fantasy football, NFL in general, it's just, it's so much funner when everyone's healthy. So. I don't know what else more I can say. Yeah, you know, I think we're just both excited to be sitting here, spending our entire Sundays wasted away instead of doing homework and sitting here and watching <laughs> NFL's football. I mean, yeah, it's great to be back. You know, we're back two times a week. So make sure you guys stay tuned for every single episode that we post Monday and Thursday. So everyone take care and we hope to see you guys on Monday. Thanks for listening. Take care, guys.